0: And I was like, I'm going inside. Like, I, I was like, I'm out of here. I go inside and I see this dude I know in the bedroom on the far end and he's opening the door. He's like, come here, come here. And we hid in the bedroom for the rest of the night with the lights off. Cause there was police everywhere outside. We were playing a board game, me and the boys in the band <laughs> and like hiding in the like bedroom, just waiting.
1: Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're listening to another episode of Anecdotes, the podcast that's holding it down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. Showcasing all sorts of heavy acts from screamo, metal, thrash, punk. We bring those musicians on the show and have them tell some of the wildest stories they have from being in a band. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Rate and review in whatever podcast app you're listening to. Show your friends some of the new tunage that you hear. Uh, you know, Spread the good word about Banecdotes. I always like that. Uh, follow us on our Instagram at Banecdotes. That's B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to have your music featured on the new Music of the Month episodes that I do at the end of the month, or... If you want to be featured as a guest or anything like that, just shoot me an email. Banecdotes at com. Let's get it started. We got a good one for you today. But before I get into that, I want to remind you folks, I've got Banecdotes merch. That's right. I got some t-shirts cooking up. Uh, they're the white ones with the the like definition of the show with the pronunciation and... So yeah, you can check out that design on our Instagram if you uh, don't know what I'm talking about. Um, If you're Niagara local, I will drive them to you myself, and if uh, you're outside the area, I'll I'll mail them to you, and we'll make something work, and uh, we'll get it started. So if you want to support this podcast in any capacity, grab a shirt. Uh, Let's get this going. I'll probably end up making more shirts along the way, but uh, this is the first design, and uh, I want to get the ball rolling, so... uh, if you want to support the show, hit me up. Hit me up directly. I'm excited about this week's sponsor uh, because it's a music sponsor, which is awesome because I don't get to often, you know, do music sponsors. A lot of them are, uh, you know, uh, different companies. But this is Shift Sticks. Shift Sticks. Make the first steel drumsticks that are made out of recycled cars. That's right. Uh, they go to you know uh, junkyards and, and they pick up some of the most unusable cars that they can, and uh, they take those, they they melt them down, you know, some of the body, and uh, they turn them into a bunch of really cool, really cool looking steel drumsticks. That's right. They sound really cool. Um, they're pretty heavy. They're pretty aggressive. They'll definitely crack. Uh, your symbols and they they'll they'll probably puncture some holes in some skin but they look really cool and like I said uh, you're you're supporting a good cause because they're they're made out of recycled cars and uh, you know junkyards aren't good for the environment so they're trying to clean up the the, the 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 environment by by making shift sticks which are yeah like I said the first steel drum uh, just the first sorry not the first steel drum. Uh, they don't they don't deal with steel drums, just steel drum sticks, like uh, drum sticks made out of steel. Uh, <laughs> um, so if you want to get, uh, there's a brand new company, Shift Sticks. If you want to get 20% off of uh, an order of your Shift Sticks, go to shiftsticks.com, spelled uh, with an X, dot uh, com slash Banecdotes, uh, fill in the code uh, uh, DRUMFILL with a PH for your uh, 20% off for your Shift Sticks today, the first uh, drumsticks made out of steel um, made out of recycled cars this week my guest is none other than tanner klein who is uh someone who resides outside of chatham which is just outside of london so it's a he's in a pretty rural area and him and his buddies uh have been playing hardcore with his friends for the last couple of years and uh in in bands such as watering hole uh and, and before that he played in uh the dateless losers uh he also played in a band called fragment for a little tiny bit there and uh he's in a brand new band called just right we had a great conversation him and i we had some really good anecdotes i really enjoyed this episode tanner is such a lovely guy to catch up with he's at most of the hardcore shows that are happening in ontario so you can always catch him there you can always catch him in the pit he's uh always really down to have a good time and you you know what i'm glad we got to catch up because uh Tanner, I don't see you enough, buddy. Um, you know, just being being in the area that you are and fucking butt fuck nowhere, Chatham. <laughs> so, like I said, Tanner has started a new band called Just Right, and Banecdotes has the exclusive tune. This tune isn't out yet until this episode is out yet. So, this is very exciting that I'm sharing this with you. Just Right is exclusively sharing their song with us. Hell. Fucking yeah. All right, let's get into it. This is Just Right with their song. You're going to love this. Just Right here on Banecdotes.
2: Woo! I've been sent here to see if you gentlemen are carrying your permits. Or what? Your
1: union cards. May I see your cards, please?
2: Suppose we ain't got no union cards and we go in there and start playing anyway. Now, what you going to do about that? You going to stop us? Stein? You're going to look pretty funny trying to eat corn on a car with no fucking teeth. I like it not too hot, not too cold. I like it just right you burn in the flames Can't see you in the present fucking day
1: Going, Tanner. It's been a minute since I've seen you.
0: Oh, man, it's going good. You know, I just hanging out. It's good to be seeing your face though on here. It's (laughs) been a long time since I think I haven't seen you since like October of 2019.
1: Yeah, actually, I have that written down. I was gonna say the the last show I think I saw you was the that weird apartment show in St. Catharines.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I was even, I was thinking of the karma show, but you're right. That was like a week later that I saw you in that apartment show. Wild. And little (laughs) did we know that the world was going to just, uh,
1: Just fucking blow up. up. (laughs) So I've let the listeners know, uh, what you do, but tell us in your words, your role in the Ontario heavy community.
0: All right. So, uh, yeah, my name's Tanner. Like you probably see in the episode name there, but, uh, I play, uh, or I mean, I sing in Watering Hole, which is a hardcore band from Chatham, London area. Uh, I also have played in other bands over the years. Dateless Losers was my first band. Uh, And I did some booking of shows and uh, just avid lover of the music. You know, I try to do as much as I can to be involved. But right now I'm playing in Watering Hole is probably my main contribution.
1: Yeah. And Watering Hole has been a band for like, since when? How long? It's 2016?
0: Uh, Actually, 2015, I believe. Okay. I wasn't in the band originally, like at the very, very, very beginning. They had played a show, like one show with a dip, completely different lineup, except for Nick, who is the bass player, but was the singer. Yeah. But yeah, so t- 2015, I joined in two thousand the end of 2016 or beginning of 2017. I can't remember exactly, but somewhere in there.
1: Were you in Dateless Losers before that, like just before then?
0: Yeah. Um, Dateless Losers was still pretty active at the time of Water, when I joined Watering Oh, so
2: huh.
0: yeah. Cause, uh, Dateless Losers kind of went until 2016. So it was like, or 2017. So it was like a trade-off almost. I right. went from that into watering Hall.
2: Yeah.
0: Now
1: I, I met you when you were in Dateless Losers. Do you remember that house show that center played with you guys? I got like oh, out yeah. of control.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That was like 2015 or 16 for sure. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, that was
1: a good. I remember that very, very well. We uh, so for the listeners, we played the uh, we played this like house show, and it wasn't like at a house venue that regularly ran shows. It was just like a one off, and it was Dateless Losers, it was Sinner, and it was another band. It was a lo- another local, um, and by the end of the house show, it was just a house party where like people. Who weren't there at all for for music? They were like it turned in. I, I like to refer to that party as the trap party because like oh, a bunch of yeah. like it just turned into like the people did not fit. Like they were like, what the fuck is going on downstairs? Like I don't even know if they knew that it was yeah. a show.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a fond memory honestly of mine. That was like I played a lot of house shows with the Dayless Losers, but that was one of the most interesting for sure. House I shows I find are always have some weird aspects to them. But yeah, that was like. I was like, felt like I was like the movie one that you hear. About where everything <laughs> could go wrong. So. Yeah.
1: I remember specifically during that set that Steve like crawled out of the basement window.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day. I was, I was talking to Steve and like, Oh, uh, he was known for doing a lot of crazy stuff too, but him actually leaving the basement window to get people in the backyard to come down. <laughs> that was, fra- I remember uh, what a beauty of a man. He uh, He's truly for the music, for the punk rock. So,
1: fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Was Dateless Losers your first band? What got you playing in the music?
0: Uh, Dateless Losers, I would say, is like my first like real band, like that actually did like played a show. Mm-hmm. I did have a band like prior to that, which it is on the internet. I'll say the band name. You know, if someone could dig if they want, it's called Bird Bones Fall. I was in grade eight. Nice. I met these guys because I was taking lessons at the local music uh, store downtown and I met this kid that was also doing it. You know, it's just like, oh, you like Alexa's on fire and like Screamo, you know, we're at grade eight and uh, we recorded like a little EP and we put it out, but we never played a show or anything. So I would say the Dateless Losers is just, like my first band that actually like kind of figured it out. You know what I mean? And, For sure. Did something.
1: And you played bass in Dateless Losers.
0: Yes, I did, yeah. Yeah,
1: and you didn't start singing until Watering Hole?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I always had an interest in it, but Watering Hole was the first band that I ever uh, tried doing vocals. I mean, I had done guest vocals with, like, a hardcore band, like, local bands a little bit before that, just for Mm -hmm. fun, but, yeah, Watering Hole was the first time that I actually sang. But I played bass originally in Watering Hole. Oh,
1: that's right, I did know that. I know that you guys went back and forth.
0: Yeah, it was... uh, I originally was on bass and Nick was on vocals like Nick had been the vocalist from the very beginning and uh, eventually Nick was kind of like noticing that he was having some trouble with his vocal cords they were getting real real sore and he was trying to figure out different techniques and just wasn't working out for him exactly and uh, one show Nick's voice actually blew out like he couldn't like in the middle of a song like it just like shot like he couldn't do really anymore. So he knew the bass part. So last minute he like he whispered in my ear, he's like, Can we switch quick so we can <laughs> finish the set? And we switched. And then we after that we realized we really liked it. And we were like, Nick wanted to save his voice. And I honestly, in my opinion, Nick's a better bass player than I am. Well, he's been playing music for longer than I have. So yeah, it worked. And I we're, in the end, we're glad that we did it. So
1: yeah, it's cool. So, it's cool that you guys can do that. I love that. Like you guys still are a band with the same members you just switch in roles. I like, like i think that's so cool
0: yeah because we didn't want to no. know like obviously we never wanted to lose any of the members we had but right just we needed to make it keep working so
1: mm-hmm. i can't imagine there's too many people out in chatham fucking making hardcore music other than no. the bar down boys right
0: yeah i mean and they're like 45 minutes away from us so <laughs> yeah it's crazy in chatham there's you know, there's not too many people playing hardcore, or even into hardcore. There's, I mean, maybe, I'm sure there's people that I've never met, but like, from what I know, it's uh, pretty scary. So, yeah, I was
1: gonna say, I'm sure you would know. I'm sure you would. Know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What have been some of your favorite Ontario bands within the last year or so? What's caught your attention?
0: Definitely Reality Denied. Yeah. And those are, those are my boys. But they rock. They got it. I love that. They sound real like old school. I love that shit. Fuck yeah. I'm just trying to think what's been on like my uh, playlist here. I'm yeah. always digging Cold Shoulder. That's like a frequent.
1: Oh, they're a staple.
0: That's what. I'm trying to think what's come out recently. You know, I feel like I've been like missing some stuff at the same time, but just thinking.
1: Reality and I just announced that they're putting out their second EP.
0: Yeah, that's going to be dope.
1: Which that's is exciting. Cool.
0: Uh, that artwork. Yeah <laughs> with the clown getting
1: fucking curbied.
0: Yeah. I've been digging Street Justice too, which I don't even oh. think they played a show,
1: right? No, I don't think they do. I've had a, I've had Darren on the show. Street Justice is a sick band.
0: Yeah, and Bar Down for sure, you know. They got stuff cooking.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. They got stuff
0: cooking, and it's y'all ain't ready.
1: It's tasting good, is it?
0: Yeah, you know, I got a <laughs> pre-taste, so that'll be sick.
1: So new bands you are starting a new band can we talk
0: about this oh yes we can
1: all right let's talk about this new band what, what what's it called
0: so it's called just right you know not too uh hot not too cold just right
1: just right yeah
0: um yeah it's uh still hardcore you know still like in a similar vein of watering hole and that maybe a little more like uh straight up like raw hardcore but uh mm. Yeah, and it's uh, we're looking for. We just recorded a record with uh, Micah from Bar Down. Oh, cool! Yeah, so we went and did that in uh, September and October. We went two different times and did it. Uh, that should be done soon. So we're really just like waiting to drop that like soon. Um, it's still Nick and Ryan from Watering Hole. Me and Nick and Ryan, uh, it was different. I'm on drums for the first time. Oh, really? So, yeah, I've never played drums in a band, but it's actually, no one really knows, well, not no one knows this, but it's like the instrument I've been playing for the longest.
1: Really? So,
0: yeah. I played started playing drums when I was eight, and like bass and everything when I was like 10 or 11. Did you 12, have your own so. kit at home? Yeah, I did. My dad got me one for my eighth birthday, actually. And he was smart. He got me an adult kit, so I would grow into it. Oh, nice. Rather than getting me a kid's, because then I would just grow out of that in like a year. So, so you yeah. always play drums? yeah just in my basement you know and with friends but i've never had the opportunity to play in a band like i mean i didn't really seek it out that much for until more recently because i didn't feel comfortable until the last few years like actually ready to play but uh yeah so and ryan's on vocals for the first time really yeah so he's doing the vocals nick's playing guitar holding it down cool but uh yeah i'm really excited i think in my opinion it's like the music piece that i'm the most soaked about in everything i've done so
1: that's exciting that's exciting as you can tell i uh i also play drums i don't play in a band but i'm very much the same way i like yeah. to fucking play around in drums so like that's really exciting that you get to fulfill that role because i totally under i could totally connect with that
0: yeah i'm looking forward to it like it's kind of like like i'm thinking about playing the first show on drums i'm like that's gonna be crazy like i've never done that but it's like nerve-wracking but it's gonna be sick. like i'm sure and it's just fun to get out of my comfort zone and I'm kind of soaked to not have to say anything on the mic either, you know. I can just sit back there and rock out. Let Ryan take the reins.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 that's for Watering Hole. Is that the new band?
0: Oh, just right. Yeah, for the new band. The new.
1: So so the new. So the new band is just the same members of Watering Hole. It's just. Uh,
0: it's almost like Cody, our drummer, is in it though. They were like, there's one member difference. Right. Yeah, and we're all switched around. So.
1: Yeah, you guys are fulfilling different roles. So that's yeah. really cool. That's really exciting. And it's all the same homies. So that's that's really yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, we got a good chemistry between the three of us. Like, we've been friends for so long. That yeah, you could It just works. So that's all. I'm glad that you can see it, too. Because, <laughs> yeah, I find uh, it's just been worked, you know. It's been the magic recipe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you've been talking about watching a ton of movies on your social media.
0: Oh, how oh, many yeah. movies
1: have you watched already this year?
0: Last night, I hit 141 this year.
1: 141? Holy shit.
0: It's great. Yeah, I got homies who like are at like 200 already. I, really? thought I, was, I thought I was like crazy, and I messaged my homie. He's like, oh, I'm at like 220.
1: So, so oh, yeah. is there a goal you're trying to
0: meet? I'm trying to just hit 200 before the
1: end of the year. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, like, I, I don't think I could do any more than that, honestly. I'm already... <laughs> At the beginning of the year, I was like, when the pandemic was like, yeah. right, booming, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch 365 movies, like one for each day. Not <laughs> one, maybe I'd watch more than one a day, but I'm like, that's not happening. I'm working again now and like things are go- kind of going back to normal. But yeah, yeah. I uh, didn't watch, I liked movies in the past, like past years, but just casual like anyone else would. And then when the pandemic hit, I was like, I actually really like watch, like the aspects of it all, you know picking little things out and yeah I, it's been a good pastime because there's not a whole lot going on in the last year so
1: was there a new is there a movie you've watched out of that number that's like been an old movie that you didn't necessarily think you were gonna like that you enjoyed
0: yes i would say probably um the friday the 13th series oh, okay which i had never seen which is like weird, I feel like, for a lot of people that I like horror movies a lot. Right. But I always thought that they'd maybe be like kind of cheesy or something mm-hmm. like this. But I went back, uh, me and homie from Ottawa, Lance, who I'm sure we all you
1: know. Oh, him. yeah. Everybody we knows we been watching
0: them together. Like, uh, just like, we'll start them at the same time and text each other while we're watching them. And because he really loves them. And I love them now too. I, cool. It just clicked. And I feel like there's been so many movies that, are like classics that people say you got to watch that I'd never seen. And I'm going through them now. And I'm like, I can't believe that I didn't watch like the alien series, the matrix, mm-hmm. all that shit. Like, I don't know what I was doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny that you say that because at the beginning of the pandemic, I was very much doing the same thing, except what I was doing was I was literally picking franchises that had like oh, okay. five or six movies, like literally just like, I, I need to watch this. And I got into uh, the one that I really got into. That's why I asked you that. The one I liked was Indian and Jones. Did not oh, expect man. to like Indian and Jones at all. And I enjoyed all, all four mo- of those movies. I know, I know that a lot of people hate the fourth one. Everyone thinks it's trash, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, I've, I've only seen the first two, to be honest. Yeah. But no, the- that is like next on my like me and my buddy were just saying like that's the next thing that we're going to go. Through. It's a good one. Yeah. I really like the first two, and like there's a lot of room for I, I think I'll enjoy the rest. I'm not even worried. <laughs> the so. thir-
1: I think I enjoyed the third one the most to be entirely honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's,
1: it's going to be good. good.
0: Yeah.
1: Lastly, before we get into some anecdotes with each other, you run an Instagram where you sell vintage items. When did you start yeah. getting into that?
0: Um, probably like 2018, like when I was living in London, kind of um like thrift stores in chatham don't have like a lot of options (laughs) or anything but when i was living in london i started going with some friends who were into that thing too like already into that wave of like the depop like you know looking for vintage stuff and i'm like whoa this is actually fun like you go and look through and see you can find some crazy things that you never expect right like i have like a seinfeld shirt from 92 that's like old, you know what i mean our snoop Dogg stuff where i love finding that I love nostalgia, basically. That's yeah. the whole reason that I like doing that. But uh, yeah, so probably when I moved to London, I was like meeting people that I didn't realize that was a whole thing, like, a, like not culture, but like there's like a big community. Like, it's like a States. culture. I would say it's In the States, they do big meetups for that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and markets, and I didn't realize that. So yeah, it's honestly just for the nostalgia, but yeah.
1: There's something super cool about like, like yeah you could go back and watch a movie or yeah you can see like an old like poster from them but when you actually see like an actual physical shirt or something like yeah instead of like Seinfeld or something like that it's just and it's like
0: being out there for like 20 30 yeah. years yeah like, <laughs> I wonder where this has been you know, I have a tragically hip shirt from back in the 90s oh really and it's like damn like I just it's almost like a piece of history yeah like totally so yeah I'm just under I love collecting random little things so
1: would you what would you say is the rarest like or coolest uh vintage item that you have that's like not for sale
0: uh my snoop dog t-shirt yeah the snoop dog one it's from the 90s i don't know we don't i don't know a specific year on it but like it's like his clothing brand the snoop dog like clothing. Oh. it's got the embroidered his like the like seam of the shirt has snoop dog like embroidered
1: really and stuff.
0: like it's crazy yeah i'm never gonna sell that i love snoop <laughs> man
1: but yeah, that's probably
2: my favorite. Big Uncle Snoop. Big Uncle Blair! I want life to pass in glory! I know what you did! I know what you've done! That's not your me. Turn and throw. I I will turn on the world of Take off the fucking map! you uh, Take advantage of our youth! Riding your bill Morals nothing to you Morals mean nothing Every day you walk these streets Motherfucker, watch your feet Just wait until you meet me Wait until you meet me Wait until you meet me Put him in the dirt, put have in the dirt Put me in the eyes I will make you hurt No trials for pedophiles Just put them in the dust No trials for pedophiles Die, need die. All right, let's
1: get into some anecdotes. Tell me some of the wildest stories from being on the road or in the studio or anything in between.
0: Awesome. So, we can You did actually reference it, kind of that house show at the, earlier in the. That's
1: podcast, right. Yeah.
0: But I have like, a, there that night was I have very specific memories from that night, so I'm gonna bring I'm gonna talk touch on that a little. Let's bit. hear it. So I stayed in the basement most of that night, so okay. I didn't realize what was going on <laughs> outside, like in the backyard, the actual party part. So uh, I think like uh, without got done playing, and I went upstairs. And I was like, whoa, there's a lot of people in the house. And I was just in the house. I was like, there's way more people up here than there was before. (laughs) And they were all like high school kids. Like, I mean, I was like 17 or 18, like my age. They were like my age and like not looking like they were into the music that we play. Yeah. Then I go outside and I see that there's like, packed remember the b- backyard was like packed with people like yeah. just like it was like 100 people or something like, <laughs> in the street and everything and i was like whoa whoa like this is a high school party yeah i had like ever seen and uh, i think i was saying i went to go find i didn't know you guys as well at the time i didn't know anyone from like well, connor and the, like the dudes from realities and hide were there i didn't know them but i saw i'm like oh hardcore kids so i went and stand- stood with them and like some of the other you know the heart the locals and we were standing by the van just watching the party being like this is crazy like what's going on <laughs> what happened and i see like these two guys kind of arguing i, I don't know if you were, i feel like you might have been there but there's okay. two dudes arguing like these kids one was really tall and one was really short and they were arguing about someone stole a bottle of liquor and the dude was like i didn't do it and then the other guy just turned around and just punch the guy in the face. Oh. Do you remember when everything erupted? No, place? I didn't see that there. at all. I think you guys might have left maybe before. Yeah, this I happened. lived on that street. But so <laughs> Because I slept, we slept there that night. Like oh, that that's really? what we were supposed to say. So we're like, we got to wait until this is all over. <laughs> so the dude punches the other guy and it just erupted into like a riot. Like everyone was screaming, all those people, like it went into the street. The kid's trying to get into his car to leave and they're jumping on his car and shit, like freaking out. And it was crazy, dude. I'm hiding behind the without van in the driveway and we're like peeking out watching. And then we hear this kid go, he's got a gun. And I was like, I'm going inside. Like, I I was like, I'm out of here. I go inside, I go, everyone in the house because there's police rolling up at this point, like the van, the trucks and stuff. I go inside and everyone's like, all the high school kids are trying to gather their shit and leave because they're probably underage. They don't want to get busted. And I see this dude I know in the bedroom on the far end and he's opening the door he's like come here come here and we hid in the bedroom for the rest of the night with the lights off because there was police everywhere outside we were playing a board game me and the boys in the band and like <laughs> hiding in the bedroom just waiting and then after it all the dude that owned the house comes in and he's like the cops are gone and he said that his roommate posted the address on facebook and his oh. roommate was like a dj from saint catherine's oh. so all the high school kids came that's why that happened that's so but- silly I never thought that I would be playing a house show and end up hiding in a bedroom with the lights off, playing a board game.
1: Playing a board game. What board game were you playing? I hope it was an operation. Dude, it was like, <laughs> uh,
0: it was some like it felt like a knock. I think it was like a knockoff of like that mouse trap or what was that game where you a mouse? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A, like,
1: and you like, yeah. The whole. was it the, just
0: called, mouse trap? It was just
1: called mouse trap, and and the playing the game actually sucked. All you yeah. ever wanted to do was just build yeah. the contraption.
0: Yep, I remember I had it as a kid, and I was like. My mom's like, you're not using this how it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's more fun this way. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I had another one, too, that I was thinking of. It's a shorter story, but pretty good. We were in Montreal for the first time with Water and Hole. Never had, like, gone on a weekend run or anything. And we went to Montreal, Quebec City, and Ottawa. And uh, after we played Montreal, we saw our homie from Kennedy, you know that band, Kennedy? Yeah. Yeah. So we saw homie from Kennedy, and he was like, yo, there's an emo night after the show. We got to go.
2: <laughs> and
0: uh, we were like, all i right, I'm, we're down. Like, let's go hang out. We're in Montreal. But the rest of the guys in the band, other than me and Micah from Bar Down, was out with us taking pictures. He was doing photography for us. We were the only ones that actually wanted to go. So we went, went, had fun, got pretty intoxicated because Quebec sells beer really cheap. And I was 18, right? So I had never been, that was my first time being able to drink. Oh, nice. So my, he gets me real drunk, like 10 beers deep. I had never been that drunk before. We leave the bar. We're, and it was also the celebration of the city or something, like some festival they have. So the city was already popping. It was comedy, or just for Last Fest was going on. So the city was like popping and we're walking down the street. There's people screaming, people yelling and like all that commotion. We walk back to the car where the guys were just kind of chilling. You know, they didn't want to go to the bar. So they were walking around the festival and stuff. We go to meet them back at the car and we see these group of guys or this one guy and a group of girls. And the girls were like standing obviously mad at this one guy. Turns out that he had like propositioned these girls for uh, sexual stuff. And, oh, like, no. They we're just hanging out. They were just going to the bar and they were like, what the fuck? And they slapped him. We didn't see this part, but the boys did. <laughs> This guy got mad after they slapped him and he punched a hole through the window of this hot dog restaurant that was right (laughs) there and smashed the glass and then took off. And then we just see the two guys that own the thing chase off after him. Really? And we don't know what happened, but I was so drunk. And that's like my very vivid night of that. Did he like
1: bleed a bunch?
0: He was definitely bleeding. (laughs) He was. There's no way that like, oh, man, it was the most like. I don't know. Something's different about Montreal, but that's a very vivid
1: memory. Something is definitely in the water in Montreal. I don't know what it is. Uh, We we played this one show in, oh my God, Trois Rivières. Have you ever heard of this place? Uh, Oh yeah. Trois Rivières brings the fucking pain. There's a band out there called Guerre. Oh Uh, yeah, I know them. They're super heavy. And we played this fucking random bar. I may have even told this story before. We played this random bar, it was super small and we uh i forget how i think mitch from trauma model told us like you got to prepare like like these guys go hard so oh yeah so we're like we're gonna we we prepared a hate breed cover so we played smash (laughs) your enemies
0: hell yeah
1: and they went fucking crazy they went crazy
0: The one all old heads up there too so they would have loved that shit
1: there was one dude who fell and like uh, hit his ha- head off the like edge of the stage, and has this giant gouge out of his head. And Holy fuck. he couldn't have been happier. There's a picture of <laughs> him with, like, his giant... Ga- he had to go to the hospital. And, I gotta uh, see this. And then uh, I'll, I'll have to send you that picture. It's fucking... He's got this giant gouge out of his head. And he's yeah. smiling with his buddy. And That's he just insane. couldn't have been happier. I think, actually, now that I'm remembering this, Mitch from Trauma Model was supposed to stay with him. And because <laughs> he went to the hospital, he couldn't. <laughs>
0: That's insane. Quebec, they do it different.
1: <laughs> they do it different
0: Now, you... You made it out to Halifax,
1: right? You lived in Halifax for a bit, right?
0: Well, it wasn't, like, living. I was just out there. I thought I might have been staying there for a bit. How was it? And I was, like, I was, like, fuck that, and I went back. But it was sick. That is, I had heard about how beautiful that place was, but I while walking around there for a week. I was insane. I was in awe, like, the whole time I was out there. Like, that's, it's, like, it feels real Canadian out there. I don't know how to explain it, but, like, it was very very cool. They got like the old Titanic, like the cemetery with people that were on the Titanic that passed oh, really? away and stuff, and like all this. Cra- I didn't know that I was there. I was walking through the cemetery and some guy told me about
1: that. Really? But
0: there's so much crazy history there. Like when like they were taking people off to World War II, There's like the dock where at they were the soldiers went. Mm-hmm. And you can stand on the thing that they were walking off to go there, like to war and shit. Yeah. Crazy city. I could talk about Halifax forever
1: they've got that one that you've got like that army base on top of the hill that like, looks yeah. out, out to the ocean.
0: I saw that. Um, I can't remember what it's called though. Yeah. I can't
1: remember what it's called. Medicine Hill. I want to call it. Yeah. Like, yeah is is this how it's was called? Yeah.
0: I think I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, but yeah, I took the time like one day to go walk and check that out because the locals were, I asked people, like, what should I see? And they're like, that's definitely one.
1: of the Did things. you see but Theodore?
0: No. What is, was that? Sorry.
1: He, so, um, I think it was like in the 90s they used to have this show called theodore the tugboat and it was very. oh yeah i know
0: that yeah so I so, that.
1: so theodore the tugboat was very similar to like thomas the tank engine but just
0: with boats oh i used to watch it yeah it I was sick <laughs> it was lit yeah.
1: it was fucking sick um for whatever reason they had a life-size version of theodore no in the freaking like harbor of fucking Damn. halifax i don't I know should, why either. i gotta go
0: back yeah i <laughs> would have been sick yeah. no i didn't though that would have been goal. awesome. Yeah, they got some <laughs> crazy shit. They got dude's crazy the one night I was there, I had no clue. A site for so nice played a reunion show. And I was oh, the next day, someone's like, they're like, Oh, you're into hardcore? Did you go? And I'm like, What?
1: Oh I'm, no. Because
0: I saw so nice when I was like 12 and 13 back in the day, and they were crazy. Would have been sick.
1: They're they're a sick, band. Now, did you did they also have that pizza corner there too?
0: Yes. Oh hell! He's yeah. got
1: a pizza place on every I went to, get to three
0: out of the four of them. I think. <laughs>
1: nice, nice.
0: I think I, I've only been to one. Everyone was like, "Well, they were like, you gotta like try it." And I'd go to one, and then I'd tell someone, and they'd be like, "Oh, but you gotta go to that one." <laughs> it's sick though. Halifax is real hype on like their Donair. It's like the the donair and the sauce that goes yep. with it. Yeah. Everywhere, all the restaurants have like some their take. It. <laughs> it was t- weird i was like i didn't expect that but it was good i mean i don't eat meat but i, I had the sauce though right like that that
1: sugary that's like sweet savory ooh, kind of that's thing. dangerous yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that's it was awesome man.
1: what's your go-to gas station snack
0: mm, probably the peanut m ms if i'm just feeling like, oh so.
1: that's classic if i'm
0: just feeling like a snack but if I'm like hungry, I honestly go for the cliff bars just because
1: Oh cliff bars, yeah.
0: They're like, you know, if we're like actually trying to like get some energy, it's yeah. cliff bars. But I love those peanut M's. It's like a function <laughs> of mine. They're so good. I had some last night. I watched I watched uh, I watched, uh last night.
1: Oh, you were and, sorry, you watched what?
0: Uh antebellum.
1: Oh, okay, called,
0: yeah. That like thriller movie. And yeah, I ate yeah. some peanut M&Ms. That's how I enjoyed my Fridays. So. Nice. Yeah, definitely peanut nMMs and the peach Red Bull. I know it's not a snack, but
1: Peach Red Bull, eh?
0: Yeah, peach, nectarine, Red Bull.
1: Nice, nice. I don't drink Red Bull very often, but I got my, I got my second shot last night and I yes, my first shot made me super sleepy. And I was having the D&D boys over. So I freaking oh. drank a Red Bull right after I got my shot. And I was just uncomfortably energetic. I just couldn't yeah. sit down. It was great, though. I love it. I want to
0: play D&D, dude. That's oh, d
1: and a good time, man.
0: Me and my homies were trying to do it. But there's only like two of us. Right. No. Now, me and another <laughs> one. So it's hard to get. People always say they want to play. But then when it's time to like set it up, they're like. They
1: yeah. play, so. they don't it's have... a lot yeah. of work, though. It is. You got to schedule. every. You got to do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. what's the best gig you've ever played with any of your bands
0: honestly the first one that comes to mind is the show we played in quebec city on that run this is like i've, any, I've been asked that question before and this is always the one i go to it was the first time we had been like out of ontario so that was sick it was the first night we were in quebec city starting the weekend it was with this band undeniable truth mm-hmm. from there and they were like doing the weekend with us and like we didn't know what to expect because like was like a the opening band was like a they kind of sound like basement kind of like rock and there was a ton of people like it was like the first show i had been to a local show where it was packed for the first band it was just locals, like it was packed like 80 people in this like small little bar and we were like huh i wonder if if it's just for that band and then we start setting up because we're playing second and we're like oh these people are staying this is cool and we're like maybe they're not in a hardcore but we play our first note like, this is why I say Quebec people do it different. The first guy does, like, a cartwheel into the side and, like, opens the pit up. And then they all are just, like, it was, like, the most hard-ass mosh I've ever seen like, in <laughs> Canada, for sure. They were moshing with, like, chairs and shit. Jesus. And, like, fucking, and it was, like, packed the whole night. And it was just, like, so sick to, like, get, like, we they never heard us before. We were in a never, like, been to Quebec. And we were speaking English, and they're all speaking French. Which was sick. That was crazy too being in a city where it's like primarily French. I've been to Montreal, yeah. where people speak English, so but Quebec City, it's like goddamn.
1: But it's different.
0: That was so cool that it was awesome. And I think it was just definitely cool like to be playing somewhere where no one heard of you, but they moshed and like acted like you they were, fucked um, with you. Yeah, they like showed up just as hard as they did for everybody else. do
1: so. you remember what venue that was?
0: It was at um it was like let's it's like a French name, but it was like La Sol de Circle or something. It was a weird like, it was like a hipster, like expensive looking bar upstairs and then the downstairs was like the grimy like group basement, like run shit. But it was like the same venue, so it was kind of weird, but it was fun. Uh, It was downtown Quebec City, like, I I mean, I'm sure there's that big ass downtown, but it was so
1: Quebec City's so beautiful with the cobblestones, roads and shit.
0: Oh, yeah. We spent the whole morning that day in old Quebec
1: just walking around walking
0: around yeah and Ryan was the only one in the band who had ever been there before and so he kind of knew what to because sh- he's Ryan's French like I don't know if you knew that oh I didn't know that he grew went to a French school when uh grew up French so he like had been there on school trips so he got to show us like you the even that there's a hotel there that's completely made out of like gold like everything's plated with gold really or made out of gold like everything and that's right in there so we check that out which is fucking Toilets? crazy I don't know. I didn't go to the washroom, but apparently <laughs> Ryan said that the toilets are also. Clean. That's
1: so sack.
0: Yeah. And we went down to the little river, you know, the riverfront down there. Like yeah. And the I can't remember what that river is called for some reason. Well, I can't,
1: you couldn't, but you could put a gun to my hand But That was awesome. I remember yeah. just
0: looking and like, what a beautiful city. I didn't Gorgeous want to go to the city. show. I was like, <laughs> I just want to hang out down here all day.
1: And then lo and behold, you had one of the fucking greatest shows. Exactly. So, oh, what a great way to end the day too. Yeah. Those are the best kind of shows. And I got show.
0: attached to my first tattoo that night. At really? The morning. So, yeah. Wow, what a uh, weekend. Carl from TUT T what is a tattoo artist, and we were sleeping below his shop because that's where he lived. Yeah. So after the show, he's like, you want to just do it now? And he put the watering hole well on my leg. So
1: nice. good memory.
0: Beautiful day.
1: Nice. Did everyone else get the watering hole?
0: Uh, not that day, but they have it now. Nice. Cool. <laughs> Everyone's is different though. We all have like a different interpretation. of Oh, it, that's but, awesome. Yeah. Cody though. Doesn't, he doesn't have any tattoos. So.
1: Oh, fair enough. We give
0: him the pass. You know.
1: Yeah. He's <laughs> got the pass. He's got the card. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the worst gig you've ever played? For whatever reason. Gig, I'm just it doesn't necessarily mean necessarily mean that there wasn't people there, but it, it yeah. could mean like you know people you played with. You don't even need to tell the uh, people the bands that you played with. Just one of the worst shows you've ever had.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just definitely trying to. I know there's some. Man, I'm just thinking. I can definitely. Okay, I, I there's. Oh, this is a tough question, Phil. Sorry, buddy. A lot. Of, I try to find the good in a lot of shows. You know what I mean?
1: I, I know what you mean, and I'm very much the same way. I guess. I guess one of my worst gigs is just like playing to nobody, right? Playing to the bands.
0: Yeah, and I can be- definitely. I was gonna say there's this one time that we went to go. We were all hyped to like go play out of town for the first time with the Dateless Losers, and we were like, I heard that Sarny shows were really crazy, which they were. Like the punk shows back in the, like, mm-hmm. t- like 2013 and shit so we were going to play our first one and like all hyped our homies were playing and like we get there and like literally the whole night we just played to our homies. Like, yeah. it was just, it was like, so Like as a, I was 14. Right? right. So like as a kid, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, <laughs> damn. But yeah, like I'd say that probably, I mean, just, just traveling. It's never good to travel to town and play to your home. we well, just to your homies, you know? Yeah. It's fun. But yeah, I feel like, Oh, yeah, bad. I, we, well, I think I've been pretty lucky so far with uh, nice. Played some shows that got shut down, but thankfully I think we got to play our set every time before yeah. that happened. <laughs> so
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, and and that's normally how it works, right? That's like I always find the ones that I get excited for aren't the best. Like they they never f- fulfill the the thing the hype that I've gotten in my yeah, head. And I then know, the, I, and then the other side of the co- that. the other side of the coin of that is like what you're saying about Quebec city, you show up to a place that you've never been before. And lo and behold, they fuck with you. They're fucking, exactly. they're, going, they're buying merch. They're sticking around. They like you. There's something that's that they, been
0: very true. That's that what you just said. Like yeah. the shows, of, some of the shows that we've been the least excited for have turned out to be the sickest. And we go back and it's awesome. So yeah, I'd say like, definitely if you're playing in the band, try don't judge that from like, just try not to have an open mind. Cause like, you could think like, oh, that city sucks. And then you go there and it's like one of your best markets for the rest of your game.
1: Exactly. Yeah, totally. So,
0: yeah, fucking play everywhere you can Yeah. at least once.
1: Play everywhere you can.
0: Try it out. Now, if you
1: were at the level of, say, let's say, I always say Metallica. Say you're at the okay, level okay. of Metallica and you're living the rock star dream. What's the rock star rider that you want when you show up to the venue? Like what's going to be in your green room? Like what's going to okay, be okay. stocked for you?
0: Definitely, like a GameCube. Yeah, so <laughs> nice. I nice. Some game. I, I, am thinking that just came off the top, but like, give me some pro skater and shit. Uh, definitely some of that that sticky green stuff that we all. Oh have. yeah, oh yeah. Definitely, you know, uh, I'm gonna say peanut MMs. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! But is some is there, rockstar is shit. I don't is know there like
1: specific color of a peanut MMs.
0: The yellow ones. There you
2: go.
0: <laughs> yeah, they bang. Some rockstar shit though, like. Oh, fuck depends, yo. Like, can I like? I'm getting all these weird, crazy ideas. Yeah, let's like, hear. What would I do? Let me hang out with Pete Davis.
1: Yeah, he's there.
0: Awesome. He's that's there it. to see you. So, Y'all yeah, play GameCube with Pete Davidson. There you go.
1: Perfect. I stand that, that man. That's on the rider when you go to New York.
0: Sick. <laughs> Pete, if you ever you're not probably gonna listen to this. <laughs> if I if you ever do, I'm free.
1: Hey, he's Tanner's free. You heard it here. Hey Pete,
0: I'm free Thursday night. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Now this one's a pretty big question. But it should be easy because we all love music. What are some of your f- top five favorite artists of all time? What is their go-to okay. band?
0: Slipknot, number one. Fuck yeah. Forever. Fuck That's yeah. just been since I I heard them when I was in grade five, and that was that. That was the deal was sealed. I'm gonna say Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. Like old events, like. I, I can't speak on, like, anything after Nightmare that well, but, like, <laughs> those first records, God tier. Um, let's see, Sublime. Fuck anyone who talks shit about Sublime. Sublime, nice, nice, nice. I've gotten a lot of shit for loving Sublime. Over a here.
1: lot of people I hate Sublime. My wife hates Sublime.
0: Oh, if you dig. Like, I'm sure some... I don't even like some of the big songs, but they got a very extensive... Catalog. Yeah, did. yeah.
1: Some of their deep uh cuts are actually a lot better than the the, the singles that they have, like the radio singles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that I feel that.
0: So I got two left. I'm gonna say twitching tongues. Ooh. They're it's more modern, but like I really love that
1: band. Yeah, no, that's a good answer. Years.
0: And uh this one's more recent, so like maybe it won't stay in the test of time, but over the last year I'm gonna say him.
1: Nice. I him?
0: love that band.
1: Him does a really good cover of Don't Fear the Reaper. Yes. Oh, my God. It's
0: so yes. fucking good. <laughs> yes, dude. Ryan and I love him. He, both, <laughs> he liked them more before I did, and then I started getting into them like a year and a half, two years ago, and I love that band, man. I, actually, I,
1: don't- I saw them live once
0: that's insane yeah yeah <laughs> when, like where the when
1: they played toronto and it was on their last record so it was like venus oh, okay. Doom or
0: whatever it was called yeah yeah
1: um i didn't care for that record too much but like it was still sick to see that that's
0: awesome see they were I, sick yeah i love i had a hymn poster on my wall for a long time like ever since i was like 13 and just because i liked jackass and shit yeah and like bam but i didn't really get the music at the, when you're 13 you you're listening to him talking about all this love shit yeah and listening to it, when I went back, I'm like, whoa, this is awesome. So, yeah. I love that. View. I want the tattoo. tattoo.
1: Really. Yeah. my well, wife. I think she's like, I'm pretty sure my wife has a heart tattoo. That's she's got CKY. She's got a bunch of cool shit. She's got the CKY logo. CKY. She's got the jackass logo. And she's even, Hell, got, yeah. she's even for like a, a tribute to Ryan Dunn. She's got like uh, the five plus four equals nine. The thing that he oh, got on man. Beville, Beville That's Bam. awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've, I watched, I've been watching all of Evil at Bam over the too so right,
1: right are you excited uh, for the new movie
0: i am you know there's lots of controversy and shit but I i'm stoked to, like I, I i think it's gonna be sick
1: it's gonna be good
0: i've been they, following like those like Stevo, and then like ever since like podcasts and all that and, yeah 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 do so, you
1: see do you see the footage of that the new guy Poopies, getting eaten by a shark
0: yeah 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 it's i fucked. did <laughs> i'm excited to see the new people that like they got that zach ass guy or whatever. they
1: got jasper from fucking jasper tyler, from um, tyler crater yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: So that's going to be, or from Odd Future.
1: Odd uh, Future, yeah, so yeah. Like Not
0: from Tyler. Yeah, games, yeah. <laughs> but um, that's, I'm hype. I love that. Like the whole jackass CKY. That's going to be good. Wild Boys. That's like, I love that kind of shit. So.
1: Fuck yeah. Well, you know what, Tana? I think we're going to end this episode here. This has been a really good episode. Thank you so much for taking the time awesome. to do this with me. Dude. Where Thank can you. Where can oh. the listeners find Watering Hole? And if there's anything else you have to plug or any shout outs you want to give now would be the time.
0: Awesome. Uh, we can find watering hole on Bandcamp. I believe it's like wateringhole.bandcamp.com. I think there's nothing else in there. We are on Spotify too, uh, on YouTube, pretty much. I think anywhere we're on Apple music and all that sort of thing. Um, definitely keep your eye out for just right. We got that record coming. Should be soon next month or so. So, uh, and that'll be out everywhere. We're going to try to push that real hard. Um, yeah, just shout out like Ontario hardcore in general. I'm just stoked about all these bands coming and uh, stoked to see what happens. I think that the future is looking good. We got cohesion, bar down, reality denied, debt to society, all that good shit. So fuck yeah, that'll be fuck fun. Yeah.
1: Right on. So we're going to end the show with Force Fed by Watering Hole. Take it easy, Tanner.
0: See you later, Phil.
2: To humanize. No humanity, force and wise Street of life, right to the purpose Not a single soul will ever design this Freedom by firelight, like right to the purpose Not a single soul will ever design this Bush lapel, do you humanize No humanity, force and wise Street of life, right to the purpose Not a single soul will ever miss our day! Force that lies! i to push on my fucking I need the lies i up the, of the I'm dealing to the kill the truth i like dead The pain. No pain. No the cops. Me.
1: There you have it, folks. That was my conversation with Tanner Klein of Watering Hole, and now the new band, Just Right. Hell yeah. I talked to him since, and uh, he's currently at 171 movies, and he still hasn't watched Indiana Jones. So, Tanner, go watch Indiana Jones. That was that was one of the ones that uh, I really enjoyed the, uh, watching over the pandemic. Uh, we also uh, we talked about Halifax briefly there, and uh, we I said Medicine Hill. I was totally wrong. It's Citadel Hill. So uh, Medicine Hill, somewhere in Calgary. Okay. Totally got that wrong. Anyway, uh, so we got the show started off with a, a brand new exclusive tune. Uh, called Just Right by the band Just Right and then in the middle there I played Dignity by Watering Hole and we ended with Force Fed by Watering Hole Thank you so much for tuning in Don't forget to like and subscribe Uh, Support us on any of the podcast apps that you're listening to on Uh, rate and review, show us your friends, the new tunage, especially Just Right, because that just came out, so you know, if you enjoyed that, go support them. Uh, I don't even know if they have a band camp out yet, but make sure you go support them or even just show a buddy of yours. And I've got merch available, so if you wanted to grab a t-shirt, make sure you hit me up directly and we can make something happen. Uh, Yeah, really excited about that. Check us out on our Instagram at Banecdotes, that's B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you want to be a part of the show in any capacity, shoot me an email, Banecdotes at gmail.com. All right, folks, I'm out of here. Take it easy.